You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, the girls softball team is going to a super regional again. That would be 16 years in a row if you're keeping score at home, folks. That's amazing. Um, this episode is this episode is brought to you by Built Bar, and also we've got a new sponsor. I'll tell you about in just a few minutes. But for now, Jimmy, um, want to talk a little bit about the softball team? They did. Uh, did they even give up a run? This weekend? I don't think they did. They did not. They did not give yeah. up a single run all weekend, uh, which would be impressive if it was just Montana Fouts. But, heck, uh, I know it was against kind of questionable competition, you know, round one against a, a, a four seed. But I would say the best pitching performance of the weekend was, uh, was uh, Lexi Kilfoyle against Alabama State and, uh, and back in game one. But And then, then, then Montana pitched uh, – the two wins against Clemson, uh, two sh- you know shutout wins against uh, Clemson, and uh, the pitching is spectacular. You know, and, and we we kind of knew that going into the season, Luke. I, my my fear, if you want to call it a fear, is if this team ends up a little short, if they end up not quite winning the national title, I will think it's because they were a bat short, and uh, they lost a couple of bats during the course of the season, the season-ending injury. I think that. That injury to Bailey Dowling, uh, in particular, the, the, the freshman star shortstop, um, you know, if, if you lose by one run in the, in the you know, sometime in the World Series, uh, it's, it's, it's going to feel like that, that injury to Bailey Dowling. They overcame it to accomplish a lot, but, you know, but who knows? Maybe the pitching's good enough, and, and Bailey Hempel herself is good enough, and, and they can get it done. They'll certainly go into the World Series, assuming they win a Super Regional. Uh, they'll go into the World Series as one of the favorites. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, they're the number three seed in the whole thing, I mean, for a reason. Yep. Um, how did you think that the, the SEC performed overall? Uh, mostly good, as you would uh, expect. Not perfectly, mostly good. Looks like Alabama will play Kentucky in the Super Regional as we record this. Kentucky has a has a substantial lead on uh, on Notre Dame in a, in a do or die game because uh, Kentucky lost to Notre Dame uh, in their second game, I think it was, and, and and forced Kentucky into having to win twice today against Notre Dame. Looks like they're going to do that. So a little unfortunate, I, I, you know. I would love it with as many SEC teams as possible in the College World Series. So I hate when they when they play each other in the Super Regional, but. Uh, but Florida, Arkansas, you know, all the, you know, the teams that really contended to win the SEC uh, are all winning. And, and I believe, I, I don't know the softball like I know the football, Luke, and I, I know you're the same, but I, I think it was due to injury. But uh, if, if memory serves, I think when Alabama played Kentucky during the regular season, uh, they didn't win the series. I think they lost. No, we lost three. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, and I think injury had – some to do with that and Alabama now a little healthier but again I just get back to losing Bailey Dowling you know we said during football and, and it didn't haunt us but when when we lost Jalen Waddle, we talked repeatedly about man you know if you 
if you if you miss out on the national championship because because you're one score short, we're we're going to be looking back going, ah, oh, Waddle, you know. I, I'm, so I'm saying the same thing about Bailey Dowling, and, and and the football team overcame it. Let's see if the uh, the girls on the on the softball diamond can do it. And then meanwhile, SEC uh, baseball, Alabama swept at home by Mississippi State, and look, I, that that's. Mississippi State should probably sweep us. I mean, we can be pissed if we want um, because you you always feel like, well, my team's got a shot. But, I mean, yeah, Mississippi State's a lot better than we are. Um, Auburn does get into the tournament. They'll open up against Ole Miss. I don't know if that is a, considered a win or not because – They won't be in the, uh, they won't be in the tournament won't. long. Yeah. And then um, Alabama will open up against South Kakalaki. Again, not not going to be an easy draw for the Crimson Tide, and this could be a that's the single elimination portion of the tournament. So it could be a a real quick thing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some interesting posts and tweets and stuff this week about you know today and tomorrow about what Alabama has to do to get in the the, the regional from here. Um, you know, what my suggestion would be is to win the SEC tournament. Do that. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. Anything short of that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make your reservations for anything short of that. And winning the SEC tournament, I'm not sure the Houston Astros can do that. I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's just a, a brutal knife fight in a ditch to, to try to win the SEC baseball tournament. Everybody is good. Even the bad teams are good. And Boy, in a one-game one elimination game Tuesday against a high-quality bunch like South Carolina, whoa, Alabama has their work cut out for them. But you know what? They're, they're, they're good enough to make some noise. I think it's a could more, more so than a will. But, you know, in summation, and we'll talk about it more when we, if, you know, if we write the obituary on this team this week, we could talk about the limitations Alabama has and how it's not a, a fair playing field, and we would be 100% correct. And, and it's that reason alone that I rarely rant about, oh, our baseball program sucks. Until it's a level playing field, it's not really fair to do that, I, I think. But, and then factor in this particular team had multiple – injury situations all season long, multiple injury situations, but just losing your ace pitcher for, for really the bulk of the season, that's devastating to a team that's already got depth issues because of the playing field not being level, and then you lose your best pitcher. How many wins did that cost Alabama? I saw somebody say the other day that knows what they're talking about saying, that's five wins right there. We, we probably have five more conference wins if Connor Prelip was healthy all year in his normal self, and you had five conference wins to what we got, we're in the tournament. We're in the tournament. So, so I'll say it, even though others won't, but I'll say it. If Connor Prelip was healthy all year, this Alabama team is, is in the regional, and we're all talking about what an incredible job Coach Bo has done in a short period of time. But Connor Prelip got hurt. Alabama likely won't be in a regional. So people will be bitching about whether Coach Bo should have a job or not. But to me, that's Connor Prelip getting hurt. End, end, end of story. Well, I'll start a new story, Jimmy. This is going to be for Lucy. Lucy is a nicotine, nicotine company based and founded 
uh, by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck, literally. Uh, this has been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not for patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four grams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry, ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible. So you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. It is a convenient and it's discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021, so you just need to get rid of your cigarettes, unplug that vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. It's so much better for you. Um, this is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. You don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down pat. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and SHA eligible, as I said, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Listen, go to Lucy.com, excuse me, Lucy.co, 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 and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co, and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer, warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, go visit them and be sure to use that promo code locked on college. Also, I want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media. Look, I've been talking about Kaleidoscope Media for a while. Great folks. Michael and Cassie Moore down there in Baldwin County, Jimmy's Nick of the Woods, fastest growing county in the state of Alabama. And these two wonderful people have come up with a business to help you with that remodel, help you with that new home design, new kitchen design, whatever it is. They can do it all, 3D design and rendering. And look, Michael is a certified genius and Cassie might as well be one. I mean, they're just great people. They know what they're doing, extremely talented. Michael also did two tours of duty in the U.S. military in Iraq. He's a literal great American. Give them a whirl. You will love it if you're working on your house. Kaleidoscope Media, K-A-L-Media.com, K-A-L-Media.com. Give Michael and Cassie Moore a shout. They would love to talk to you about that kitchen remodel, bathroom remodel, new home addition, whatever it is. Kaleidoscope Media wants to help you out. Michael and Cassie Moore, two of the best folks you could possibly ever meet. Super nice people. They want to help you out. Michael and Cassie Moore, Kaleidoscope Media, K-A-L-Media.com, K-A-L-Media.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Locked on Bama player countdown. We go down the roster and we talk about every player on the roster as we count down towards the start of fall camp. As I record uh, these today, the start of fall camp is just 74 days away. We won't get all the way down to 74, but we can make up time quickly. We had a, a technical problem. <laughs> Imagine that on Locked on Bama, we had a technical problem. And, uh, and lost a couple. So what, what I'm going to do on this one is do a quick review uh, all the way up to uh, the player we're, players we're going to talk about today. But uh, quickly, in case you missed it, we started out with number 99, who we projected to be Tim Keenan, the freshman from Ramsey, Birmingham. Hurt his knee, 
Uh, I talked about on the countdown, kind of a guess on my part. This is not Inside Scoop. If it was Inside Scoop, frankly, I wouldn't tell you guys because I don't like telling Inside Scoop on the show. I know, I know that I know that's like, well, why do we listen to the show then? Well, if I told Inside Scoop on the show, then I wouldn't get Inside Scoop anymore. So that's why. So sometimes you'll just have to read between the lines. But anyway, Tim Keenan, and again, not Inside Scoop, just a guess on my part that he made gray shirt. And I say that just because he had such a such a significant knee injury. And when you have a knee injury like that, you can't really work out. You get behind on your conditioning. Alabama needing the room, needing the numbers. Just makes sense to me that Tim Keenan, you know, could be moved into into that next class and, and kind of give him more time to heal and more time to work on his body. So, you know, I would look for that, but it doesn't mean it would necessarily happen. I mean, look at DJ Dale. He was a true freshman and, uh, you know, nose guard from Birmingham, and he started – you know, his freshman year. So let's not, uh, let's not be too hasty about the Keenan thing. I'm, I'm just sort of guessing, but that's who we covered at, uh, at 99. Um, you know, and, and, uh, 97, uh, I mean the, the next player that we, uh, that we've talked about on the countdown after, after that was Jamil Burroughs, uh, number 98. Um, Burroughs didn't play a lot last year. But my understanding from inside the program is that they are very high on Jamil Burroughs. Don't be shocked if he is even in the first-team rotation, not necessarily a starter, but a guy who's going to play a lot with the first team. He has gained a lot of weight at Alabama. Uh, They're still very high on him, so I guess it's been good weight and it hasn't affected his athleticism. Maybe it's made him even a more effective player. Different players play well at different sizes. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Some guys can be more effective heavier. Other guys are more effective when they lose weight and gain quickness. But uh, Jamil Burroughs is 98. So we covered him. Uh, Who else have we talked about on the show? Uh, 95, Monkel Goodwine. Uh, He was out there this spring. Um, He didn't do too much. Uh, Wasn't really a significant player in the scrimmages and on the A-Day. But hey, uh, that that just means you know he's a normal freshman. That, that's all that means. You never make any assumptions too early, particularly as it relates to Lyman. But uh, you know Monkel, I'll just say he didn't have a noisy spring, but uh, he he would he would be an exception and not the rule if he did. So uh, I'm still very high on him. One thing I like about Monkel in particular is his intangibles. He's such a good kid off the field, smart, kind of a future leader. I think on this football team. So uh, I'm really excited about his future. But with Alabama's depth on the defensive line, uh, I, I wouldn't assume that we'll see a ton of him, uh, you know, this fall. But uh, but we'll see. There's, you know, it's the, the, the great thing about the sport, there's always surprises. 94, D.J. Dale, uh, impact freshman, immediate starter, really returning as his third year as a starter. But the, the, the real story about DJ Dale to me has been the, the two knee injuries. Both knees have been hurt, and he really hasn't been the same player since. But this, the DJ Dale I saw this spring, I saw more burst. I saw more athleticism. I think we're going to see a new and improved DJ Dale this fall. And while I, I don't, I wouldn't say that he'll be our best player up front, but what I will say is he'll be one of the reasons Alabama has the best defensive line in the SEC. It's because of players like him. He's another guy who's a leader, real good kid off the field, real hard worker. So he deserves good things to happen. And, and this spring, to me, the, knee, the knees looked healthier and he looked more explosive. Uh, 93 is Jamarian Latham. 
of, you know, any, anytime you sign a 1A kid, you need to expect it to take some time. Yet here's Latham, you know, in his redshirt freshman year, uh, basically, uh, you know, winning, winning MVP of the 8A game among the linemen, one of the real shocks of the spring, really. But he's so active. I'm not surprised. I mean, that's the thing that stands out to me when I watch him. He's very active. He's not a guy that gets swallowed up and is at the bottom of piles and you don't really notice him. No, Latham's an active guy. He, he makes plays. He sheds blocks with his hands. Uh, I, I think Latham is going to be a good player. Again, not a guy I would expect to see a ton of this upcoming fall, but but just like we're just talking about Monkel Goodwine, he's too good a kid off the field. He's a hard worker. Uh, Latham is a guy that we're going to see a significant, you know, he'll be a significant player at Alabama. It'll probably just be down the road a little bit. Uh, after Latham, we talked about Justin Aboigby, uh, who is, like DJ Dale, a returning starter. Uh, what I would like to see about Aboigby is taking the next step. He's already been a good player. That's why he's basically a th- in his third year as a starter. No, he didn't start every game, but since day one, Justin Aboigby has been in the playing rotation as a regular on the first-team defensive line. We'll see that again this year. And with Aboigby, if he wants to have a super bright future, he's just got to take one more step, be a better player. Let's go from being good enough to to, to be in the rotation to a great enough player to, to be noticed every week. And, and that just means making more plays, making your make, being a presence on the field. Don't just be in the lineup. Be a reason Alabama wins the games every week. And uh, I, the kid has a ton of ability, played really quickly. I think that's because he came from an ultra-competitive region in Atlanta. Sometimes those kids make quicker adjustments. So I'm expecting a really good year out of Justin Aboibe again. I think Alabama's defensive line will be the best in the SEC. Stephon Wynn, number 90, uh, hadn't done too much. You know, he was a pretty highly recruited kid, a national top 100 prospect coming out of IMG Academy. Chose Alabama over Georgia and Clemson. It's been slow going for him so far. Now the light can come on at any minute for these these uh, linemen that that take a little longer in the incubator. Uh, Stephon Wynn did look to be uh, playing more significant snaps this spring than I expected, or or that I that I thought we would see. So maybe his time has come. But uh, but to this point, it's been a, a struggle to get on the field for Stefan, uh, who's a really big kid and capable of playing those inside minutes and in the uh, in in the goal line units. We'll do an entire uh, countdown uh, coming up next with uh, with number eighty eight, Major Tennyson. Let me tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go to get these delicious, nutritious health bars. Look. I very famously said several times, you can maintain weight, you can lose weight with Built Bar. I bet you can even gain weight if you even eat enough of them. Somebody pointed out that I've said that before, and I think that is true, uh, but I have not verified it. Anyway, most people want to get on this keto diet, and these are very keto-friendly at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off that order at BuiltBar.com. You will absolutely love these things. Covered in chocolate, a plethora, a cornucopia even, of flavors that you you got to find one you're going to love. You're probably going to find every one of them you love. But you know what? You're definitely going to find one you love. And you can get a lot of those, that particular one, or you can get a hodgepodge. Whatever you want to do, BuiltBar.com. Go check them out. Trust me, 
Jimmy and I have had several of them. They are delicious. We've ordered them. They're fantastic. Delivery, easy. All these things. Go check out BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKED15. You will not be sorry. Thanks for listening in to the Locked on Bama player countdown as we count down the the days till the start of fall camp, which will be roughly August 5th. Uh, That's going to also be the date that the Steelers play the Cowboys in the first preseason NFL game. So it's a great great day to count down to Alabama should practice either that day or the following day. And we count down going through the roster numbers of, uh, of each player on the 2021 football team. Major Tennyson is next. He will be a significant player. And, and this is how I define significant player. Uh, it, you know, we, we, we talk about starters all the time, and, and, and I get that. You know, everybody wants to be in the starting lineup and have their name called by the PA guy and try it out there with the first snap. But the fact of the matter is I consider a starter any player that plays with the first team while the game is still undecided. Anyone that has a role on the first team in any personnel package. And that's Major Tennyson because he will be, he has been and will be on the field uh, with the first team. When we when we put multiple tight ends on the field, he is the second tight end, the third tight end. He's been in Alabama for four years, so he knows all the spots. He can line up at Y, he can line up at H or F or even X. Uh, they, they line him up all over once they really know the offense, and Major does. He's a, a quality blocker. I wouldn't say he's dominating, but he's a quality blocker. That's why he's won a spot on those rolls. He's even caught a handful of balls. Uh, I would suspect he will catch a couple more this year as his role probably increases. Uh, so even though he's a fourth-year player and, and not a starter, as a matter of fact, I would really call him the third tight end behind Jaleel Billingsley and Cameron Latu. But the third tight end at Alabama under Bill O'Brien is probably going to play quite a bit. And again, will play a significant role. Uh, while Tennyson is unlikely to have a long NFL career or earn his own little corner of the Bryant Museum, uh, he is a significant player at Alabama because he'll be on the field with the first team uh, in games that are in doubt. So, uh, so Major Tennyson's a first-team player as far as I'm concerned, and uh, I can prove that because he plays with the ones. So hopefully Major will have a, a good year, get his guy effectively blocked, because Alabama's going to have to depend on the running game a little bit with a with a new starter at quarterback. So thanks for listening to the Locked on Bama player roster countdown.